the Lord. I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us do what? Rejoice. And be glad in it. Amen. Amen. How many of you are rejoicing this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Amen. I just want to thank everyone for their prayers for our album on last Sunday. We was uh, down at uh, Special Olympics uh, uh, with Darius and also with myself because I, I uh, coached uh, Special Olympics for North Carolina Bowling and everything we was down there. And the swim team, they did good. And the bowling team also, we did uh, uh, real, real good. For my first time going down there to really uh, being a coach as a coach and everything, they did really, really good and and stuff. Out of thirteen, we took down there. We had like six gold. Uh, we brought home six gold, like four silver, two bronze, and a uh, fourth place and everything, which was uh, real good, you know, for the team and everything. Amen. Amen. So we just give all the honor and praise to God, you know, for giving me the ability to, to coach and then the, the ability to uh, perform. Amen. Amen. Uh, the announcement for the, uh, today, Sunday, June, uh, June 11th, we have anniversary today. We got anniversary. We got uh, Sydney and uh, Cesar Adam birthday today. I mean, uh, anniversary today. Amen. Amen. Also, uh, today is Mission Sunday. We have uh, on the 19th, we have uh, Frankie and Elaine anniversary. On the 20th, we have Frankie birthday. And on the 15th, we have Boots birthday. On the second, we had Angel birthday, and on the seventeenth, we will have Maria birthday. Amen. Amen. All right, that was June birthdays and anniversary. Okay, what a fate! We have a children's church committed right out to tithes and offering. We still having um, Bible uh, study with. Uh, at 7 p.m. on Wednesday in the Fellowship Hall, the vision, preaching, the teaching, the word of God, word of faith to the world, and to make it ready, a people prepared for the Lord. Also, let us remember all the sick, the shed in, and the needed in our prayers everywhere. Amen. The theme for 2023, fear not, for the Lord is with thee. Psalms 23. Nope. Also, Job 42 and 10. The, word, the Greek stated word for the month of June is renew. Renew. Have hope in the covenant. Amen. Amen. And this morning we are, we're coming out of, I'll be reading scripture out of Psalms. And I'll be reading the New King James Version. Amen. And let's read as follows. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that 
The Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep are his pastor. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endure to all generation. Amen. 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 We're gonna have, we're gonna ask since the anniversary. We're gonna ask Caesar to come forth to lead us in in pledge. Let him work on his anniversary. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. To the Christian flag. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whom the kingdom stands, one Savior, crucified and, come, and coming again, with life and liberty to all who believe. And to the Bible, I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. I will guide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Amen. 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 That we might not sin against God. Keep it. Keep his word, win him on the tablet of your heart and everything, for you can meditate day and night on the word of God. Amen. Amen. Let's get on our feet and just give God a, a hand praise. Hallelujah. As, as praise team come forth. Hallelujah. Praise team come forth. Hallelujah. Yes. We just thank you, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Stop. Yes.
on to this. Say it on to you. My good and your mercy endure it forever. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. People from every nation.
is he who has the God of special revelation to Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps truth and is faithful forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, the Lord sets free the prisoners, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind, the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the uncompromisingly righteous, those who are upright in heart and right standing with him. The Lord protects and preserves the stranger and the temporary residents. He upholds the fatherless and the widow and sets them upright. But the way of the wicked he makes it He turns it upside down and brings it to ruin. The Lord shall reign forever. Even your God, O Zion, from generation to generation, praise the Lord.
We sing hallelujah. 
attempts. Hallelujah. Nothing will separate me from his love. Hallelujah. And when all is said and done, Jesus Christ will be standing. Every other enemy will be under his feet. said if you're in Christ that means you overcome well it don't look like it pastor well I ain't looking at your what you do I'm looking at what he did so it's not based on what you do the only thing is based on what you do is you believe we believe what he did and if we believe what he did we'll do it amen kind of look back here I think something's back there I know there's something back there something greater than me back there talking about behind you, beside you, in front of you. There's a force. There's an unstoppable force. That when you praise Him, I said when you praise Him, His glory will break out. And it ain't just to break out to say the glory will break out. It's to break out to break us through. Amen. <laughs> yes, Jackie. Yes. He, hears us. he loves us. He hears us. And he wants the best for us. And he will see you through yes. whatever you're what? Going through. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, if you're, going, if you're going through something without him, you're going to be there a while. And I, I'll tell you, you, just circle back around in the wilderness. You'll go round and round and round. Why? You got to keep God first. If he said you're going to the promised land, that means he's got his promises not based on what you think God's going to do. It's based on what he said. He cut a covenant with Jesus in the beginning. Amen. And he has a plan for you. Amen. It's a good plan. It's a great plan. You know, the only difference between plan and plain is one letter, E. A plain. That plane is going somewhere. It's got a destiny. But before that, before that plane can take off, they have to have a, they have to have a, uh, not a pilot, but they have to have a chart. They just can't say, hey, we're going somewhere. They have to have a plan. 
a plan charted out. We're going here, we're going to land there, and then we're going to take back off. Well, God has a plan for us. Amen. And before we can take off and do, we've got to get in his plane. <laughs> get in his promise. Each one of us has a destination that God wants us to get to. Amen. And by the grace of God, we're going to get there. Hallelujah. Lisa, if you'll come up, one of the plans that God has is missions. Amen. This is Mission Sunday, and he sent Lisa Chilomi to us, to this church, to this body many years ago. And this is just one gift that she does. She's got many things that she does, but she does this well. Is that she prays, she believes, and what God's called her to do, she's here to share, share information of what your giving does in the missions. This is just small parts that we take one Sunday of the month. Amen? Good morning, church. Um, I have a letter here that was written to Robert, and it says, Dear Robert, I send to you this packet because you're a man who's, who leads your community well and carries God's heart to reach nations. I believe that Ames is one of the most strategic, highest um, missions organizations on the planet. By partnering with us, you are reaching people who live in some of the darkest places on earth. Some of the goals... Uh, uh, stats that might get your attention. There are more than 7,400 unreached people groups. That's 3.37 billion people who have no access to the gospel. 97% of the missionaries do not go to these unreached people groups. Or every, For every $100 given to the church, only $5 goes to missions. Only 0.05 of the $5 goes toward reaching the unreached people group. That's only 42% of the world's population. Here's what Ames is doing. In 2022, partners gave, I'm not real good at this, $863,700 to Ames. Yeah, if I read it right. <laughs> 863,700.00, the little top at the top there. 715 new native missionaries were sent to, uh, for every one missionary for one year, it's $1,208. 24,689 uh, salvations among the unreached people group. Uh, which is $35 documented salvations, 2,035 new churches were planted, which is $422 per church. And he said, uh, please read this report. And so um, what they sent us was this nifty little calendar, and it said 1,919 people heard the gospel for the first time. That was 110 percent increase from 2021. 24,689 people accepted Jesus. 96 percent increase from 2021. 6,162 people were water baptized. That's 30 percent increase from 2021. And 2,035 New churches were planted, in, which is a 95% increase from 2021. 
You figure that's during the pandemic. <laughs> so uh, it said um, 68 new national leaders were to lead the charge. 715 new native missionaries were to carry the message of Jesus to the un unreached people groups in 40 different count, uh, countries. They, they don't. They send the they send the native missionaries into their own people, um, and they get better results. Um, they have short-term mobilization trips where AIMS team members travel to 11 countries, including Nepal, India, Pakistan, Thailand, Kenya, Peru, Guatemala, Niger, Cameroon, Burkina Faso, and Singapore. AIMS conducted more than 40 strategic missionary trainings to thousands of church leaders in 10 different regions of the world. And the curriculum translation, global team members translated uh, the strategic missions training into 11 different languages. Oh, no. I'm, I'll try this again. Er, including Urdu, Farsi, Nepalese, Siberian, Vietnamese, Mahasa, Hindi, French, Chinese, Swahili, and Spanish. Um, um, See, I think I read that. Okay. Um, God was on the move in 2022. The Lord multiplied every seed sown into the nations. Through the generosity of our partners, we sent more missionaries to preach the gospel to more individuals from the unreached people groups, resulting in more salvations, more baptisms, and more churches planted than ever before. Praise the Lord. But we will continue to press on until the day when we gather with the multitudes from every nation, every tribe, and every language around the throne of heaven. We will carry out God's mission to take the message of Jesus Christ to those who have no access. Thank you for caring about the unreached people groups. Thank you. For 2023 for Ames and join your faith here the devil's a liar what he meant for harm what he tried to destroy through the pandemic to the work of Ames and I, I, I believe if I talk to the to the head to the leadership of that organization there'll be so many things that he didn't say that happened that tried to keep them from preaching the gospel but thank God we're overcomers. So Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost, we speak to this Ames organization in 2023 will be the greatest year they've ever seen for everything, every call, every work you've called them to do, Lord. By grace, by your grace, Lord, and by the power of the Holy Ghost and by wisdom and leadership, Lord, that you'll, you'll lead them. That you'll be just like you'll be prophets, Lord, just like Elijah was speaking and saying, don't come this way, don't go that way. We know where the enemy is. Holy Spirit, lead those leaders and keep them safe and get that gospel out there to all the unreached people group. And we thank you for the, we call the harvest in right now, Lord. All those that are hungry and thirsty, Jesus said, let them come. Lord, let them come. Send, send the leaders, send the senders, Lord, and let them come and hear and be saved and be filled with the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. We look for a better report for next year. Amen. It's going to get better and better. 
better and better. As you uh, get ready to give this morning, if on your tithe envelope, we are going to take up a love offering this morning as the Lord purposes in your heart. And I'll say this, this week and next week, just for a family in the church, uh, no names needed, but as the Lord, uh, you got some, got some extra you'd like to give just to be a blessing. And uh, this, this Sunday and next Sunday. And then just, just know, do when you, missions, you can put on there on your missions, aims. You can put uh, uh, Children's Church of God. That's our, that's our T-shirt ministry that helps the orphanage over here on Winecoff Road. Anything you specifically designate, we make sure it goes to that, that spot. Amen. That uh, this, this, what the Lord's leading you to do. And then, you know, we're going to be good stewards of what he calls us to do. And uh, I might have still, if you need a partner list of what's scrolling around on our PowerPoint, there still might be some underneath the desk and the vegetable out there. I'll, I'll try to keep those out to where if you need to specifically know where, where you'd like to sow on Mission Sundays or if you need a name to put on the, uh, the tithe envelope, I want to make sure you got that. Amen. And, uh, but concerning our giving, I'd like you to turn to uh, Genesis 13, verses 1 through 6. Hallelujah. You got it for me, Kelsey? Genesis 13, 1 through 6. Now, y'all know, the, and, and the title of today's message is on the sign outside, too. Because I want the whole neighborhood to know that it's God's will for his children to be wealthy. You can say blessed, but you need to add, make sure wealthy's in there too, amen? Because the wealth is the result of the blessing. Abram, before he was called Abraham, God called him. Say, God called me. God called you. When you get born again, you've got a calling. Go preach and teach the gospel, amen? Abram went up out of, the, out of Egypt, he and his wife. Now, this is after God had called him. With Sari, Sarah, Sari. And all that he had, and Lot, which is his nephew, with him and to the south. And Abram was, help me, y'all got to help me on that word. Abram was very rich. See, there's rich you remember that, uh, remember that program used to be on years ago? It's called Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. You remember that used to come on? I think I watched a lot of it before I was born again because, you know, it, it's bad. But no, it's not. It, you want things. You go bypass something, and, and something on the inside of you would say, man, I'd like to have that. That's a godly desire. You think when, when God brought Eve, Adam said, I don't think I want that. What did he say? He said, whoa, man. If God will bring it to you, there's a purpose for it. <laughs> and Abram was very rich. This is after God blessed him. If you go back and read in Genesis 12, it said, God, he said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. And I'm going to bless those that bless you. And I'm going to curse those that curse you. It's the blessing of Abraham, which is God. It's the blessing. Abram was very rich in cattle. That was the big thing back in there. Hey, cattle's still a big thing. I like, I like steak. I like hamburger. It comes from the cows, amen. Them cows don't have spirit. Come on. That's why we can eat them. <laughs> You're different. You're in the God, we're in the God class. Now, it wasn't in that in, in the way in the beginning, but it is that way now. 
Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeys. You, you don't think God made sure he had that before he went on? For God called him on a journey. What did he do? You got to have provision. Why? God wants us to show excellence in the earth. Excellence in everything we do. From the south even to Bethel. Bethel means the house of bread. Unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai. Help me there, Lisa. Hai. Unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also which went with Abram and had flocks, had herds, and had tents. Not only should you be blessed, that was just his nephew. And he was told to leave him home. But I tell you what, if you follow somebody that's following God, you will be blessed. And the land, come on, we're getting our lands, we're getting our houses. And the land was not able to bear them. I haven't got there yet. Too much stuff that I got, I can't bear it. <laughs> it wasn't able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was great. Wow, we serve a great God who has given it. He is, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, but he's given it to the children of men. To what? To be blessed and bless others. Their substance was great so that they could not dwell together. I ain't got there yet either. <laughs> but I tell you what, I'm blessed. I'm on my way. Say, I'm on my way. If Jesus is the way, you won't get lost. <laughs> I said, you won't get lost. Not only will you not get lost, you'll be blessed being found. When they find you and you got Jesus, if you believe that he's blessed you, when you leave this earth, there's going to be a great name. People are going to remember your name. And what? not only the, your name, but the things you did. What? For God. That's what I want people to remember me. What he did for the Lord. And it, I'm not just talking about preachers. I'm talking about you. What you leave behind. Your legacy. God wants people to say, hey, he was a, he, she was a godly, a God-fearing woman and a God-fearing man. And they left their children, children's blessed. When my mom departed heaven, she didn't have everything that God wanted her to have, but she had him. And I'll tell you one scripture she fulfilled. She left this earth owing no man nothing <laughs> but love. How do I know that? I know what was in her checking account, and I know what she, everything. I, didn't, I, I wasn't an executor, but my sister was, and she had money left over after all was taken care of and paid to give a little bit to what? Her children's children to the grandkids. But you know what the greatest thing she left? She left the prayers. She left her words. Amen. I said she left her words here on this earth. And God's coming for those words to make sure they get fulfilled. So let's stand this morning. And as you give, have a purpose to give. I said have a purpose to give. Mm. We give because God so loved the world he gave. Givers give. I said, givers, give. But you've got to have a revelation of that. Amen. Because some people, well, let's just, we're just going to trust God. He's got great things for us. 
So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for this body. I thank you, Lord, we release our faith today, Lord. Put our, put our confession up on the board there. I tell you what, God sent Abraham out to a, to a, he was looking for a place. He never saw it physically, but he, God kept him moving and God kept blessing him. He had lands, he had cattle. Father, we thank you today that according to your word in Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 11 and all through the scriptures, that we're getting our lands and our places of employment. All of our debts are being eliminated and we'll owe no man nothing but to love one another. Today, we claim our great and goodly cities, all of our houses full of good things, our vehicles and all the equipment and washing machines that we need to preach. Now, the washing machine is to, to wash your clothes, but the gospel, the word of God is to preach and teach the word of faith to the world to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. He's coming. I said He's coming, and He's coming for a church. He's coming for a glorious church. We talk about the rapture, but He's coming for us. He's looking for us, and He's looking for great things that we're going to be doing, proclaiming in His name. So bring your tithes and offerings and worship the Lord. Our God is holy. He's mighty holy. Our God is holy. Thank you. 
I could have just, I could have just stayed there. I could have just rest, rested there. Why? He's holy, man. You can just. He said, "I am the Lord that healeth thee." Amen. Why? Because he's holy. He's God. He's the Creator. Why is he the healer? Because the devil brought sickness. He brought the curse in, but God, God already knew I'm the healer. 
Whatever the devil brings, God said, I got that. I, got, I can take care of that. See, so he, he didn't create Satan. God created Lucifer, the host in the beginning. He created the heavens and the host, all the host. Lucifer, had a, he had a purpose, but he didn't like it for some reason. Pride was found in his heart. Say, not me, Lord. Be no pride in me, Lord. I got two hands and two hearts and no pride. That's a good one, Terry. Two hands, one heart, and no pride. If it, if it tries to get in there, don't let it. Come on. Because see, once you got born again, all that left. I said, all that left. I'm not looking on the outside. I'm looking at your spirit. When Jesus said uh, to Nicodemus that was trying to understand all this stuff, he said, Nicodemus, I'm not talking about uh, when I say be born again, don't try to crawl back in your mama's belly. Don't do that. Jesus was talking about spiritual things. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming and by the Spirit said, This is the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. He knew that by the Spirit. (laughs) In his belly, he was filled with the Holy Ghost in his mama's belly. And he was just saying what God said. This is the Lamb. And you know later he, he, he doubted. When they put him in prison, you know what he doubted? He said... He sent some of the disciples, will you go see, is this, is this Jesus or are we looking for another one? See, your head is not what God saved. <laughs> he didn't save my head. He saved my spirit man. And my spirit man is the real me. But my soul man needs some gold and silver. What? To function down here. But it don't come by just send it, Lord, send the rain. It comes by working by the sweat of your brow. Now the sweat was the curse. Peter, Peter fished all night, caught nothing. That's called toiling. If you work all day and the boss man says, Oh, I'm sorry, they didn't pay me, so I can't pay you. That ain't the blessing, that's the curse. (laughs) I might be looking for me another job. Amen. Come on. Because some of them boss men might be, might be saying they didn't get paid, but they did, but they just ain't paying you. That's called the thief. I said, that's called the thief. Don't be good to him. Holy Ghost says, leave, you leave. Don't even give him a two-week notice if he's stealing from you. Come on. Unless the Lord says so. Come on, unless the Lord says so. The Word does say, bless your enemies. Pray, those, pray for those that despitefully use you, but it don't say give them a two-week notice. Uh-oh, I, can't, I didn't find that one in there. Amen. Now, I've, I've, I've transitioned different places, and I, I give a notice. That's, that's the right thing to do. As a pastor, if the Lord called you somewhere else, give me a notice. It's the right thing to do. Amen. Paul said separate, the Holy Ghost said separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. What? For the work. <laughs> I tell you what, ministries work. Marriage is work. Relationships is work. And I thank God for, you know, for, for, for Cecil. I gave him, uh, uh, I said, Cecil, can you take care of the, the straw and seeding was going to be taking place? Because I knew that's not in our contract. And he said, fine. And just kind of worked out to where I was here too. Because I've been, for me and for a while, for eight weeks, we've been trying to get some pressure washing done. But it kept raining on, on, on Saturday. So finally got here and we got some things done, and I thank God. But I tell you what, 
God looks after your stuff if you look after his stuff. See, this is my phone. This is the church phone, but it's got my name on it. Amen. But, but it's got some of my stuff. It's got my personal credit card, my, my license, uh, uh, insurance card, things that they're kind of aggravating if you lose. Well, I lost it, but thank God we got a good God. Amen. Amen. See, we was out here working yesterday, and I, and I put my phone. First of all, I put it in Cecil's in his floorboard of his truck. That's pretty smart, right? Don't want to get hot because if it get overheats, it won't work. Not so with the Christian. <laughs> Amen. Come on. God can turn up the heat and we still work. But I'm talking about the heat of the Holy Ghost. But not, not the phone because it don't have no spirit. And it ain't got no spirit. Uh, anyway, so I, but, I, but when I put it in there, I shut the door. I thought, well, what? Somebody wants to call me. So I opened up the door and took it back out. And I put it on his uh, fender on the back bumper. <laughs> So we out here working, you know, throwing some seed, throwing some straw. Well, we don't have enough straw. So Cecil, go get some straw, and I'll, we'll keep sowing. So he did. And he went with him. And about uh, maybe an hour, two hours later, I'm out here pressure washing, and the Holy Ghost said, <laughs> you know, uh, where's your phone? You know, you got to think about my phone. Yeah, where is that phone? So I walk over to Cecil's bump. It ain't there. I'm like, all my contacts are in there, so I'm, I'm coming here. Hey, we got to find Kelsey. I knew about find my iPhone. I had about 16% battery left, but I was in the red. <laughs> Amen. So I don't turn the signal on, but we located it, and it was all it was in different places. So we, we come in, took our muddy boots off, you know, and called, and I said, Larry Hunnicutt was there. I said, Larry, you the driver. Uh, Cecil, this is your phone. You know how to operate it. Kelsey was on the phone. So we, we had a... We had a GPS, God's pointing system. <laughs> That's what a GPS to me is. And it, it was over here on, on, first of all, it was in, almost in Mount Pleasant. So we called him Leo. I thought I'd put it on Leo's car because he had to leave. You know, he was leaving a little early. But then it was, then it moved. And it was over here on, help me, Cecil. Branch View. <laughs> the corner of Branch View right there. Uh, Parcels. Yeah, it went to Walmart. I'm like, it's on the move. I said, I'm thinking, do I need to credit? Do I need to cancel the credit cards? Are they moving with my numbers? <laughs> you know. But I, but but before we left, Colette said, rolled down the window and said, What'd you say, Colette? She's already prayed. You're going to find your phone, Pastor. You're going to find your phone. Well, I didn't say it, but sitting up in Hartzell's. And Cecil didn't have his glasses, and he's trying to find. I, I, in, my, in my head, I didn't say it out of my mouth, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to doubt. Am I going to find my phone today? Because <laughs> what? It was obstacles, wasn't it, Cecil? And, but Kelsey was on the speaker, and she said, Well, it, it, it looks like it's back toward the church. Faith is rising, Tammy. Faith is rising back. Coming back to church. Angels have got it. I mean, I'm just. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. And it did. It worked. Well, what happened? It worked. The, the person that had it is on 650 Harris Street. I don't remember many numbers, but I remember that one now. Before all this happened, I was out there pressure washing, and a car stops, you know, and I'm, I'm watching this, but I've got one eye's down here, and one eye's kind of looking. Somebody's getting out of the car, and they're coming toward me. I got me a pressure hose. You know, I don't know. Just people just randomly stop. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, uh, and... You know, he's like, hey, hey, I got a, 
I got a pressure washer down here and, you know, pretty big. He said, I just had some surgery done. I think maybe some, it was kind of severe surgery. I, I can't know if he said a CAT scan or something going on up here. And, uh, you know, if, if you'd like to buy it, I'm like, well, no, we, we got everything we need here. I said, we're just finally getting it done. But I said, I'll be praying that you get, get some money for that thing. Thank you, Pastor. And I said, I am the pastor of the church, and uh, can I pray with you physically? And I just prayed a s- simple, sweaty prayer. You know, I'm out here covered in dirt and mud. <coughs> Amen? Just release my faith. See, it's the anointing. It's not me. It's my faith in who's in me. And he, after I prayed, he just gave me a big old hug. and said, man, I appreciate that. So I get back to work. They take off. And about, I don't know, 10 minutes later, he comes in. Here comes a scooter on a nice uh, navy blue scooter. And it's the same guy. His last name, Papa. I remember Papa's. His first name was kind of long. I think he's Italian, but he ended up saying Papa's. I said, I can hook up on that. Hey, Papa's, what's going on? Pastor, you didn't find a wallet, did you? I lost my wallet somewhere. You know, he didn't have a lot of money to begin with. I said, no. He says, I said, but I'll keep my eye looking out for it. I said, but you're going to find it. I pray you find it. That's what I said, Colette. So I didn't see him again, and then that thought hit me a couple hours later. Where's your phone? Where's your wallet? I think there's a commercial out there. What's in your wallet? (laughs) Where is your wallet? (laughs) I think the Lord sent that. Where's your wallet? I think it's getting close to lunchtime. You know, you need to know where your money's at. God knows where the gold and silver's at. (coughs) Right then, I didn't have none on me. So Kelsey gets us through the iPhone, and it comes back, and Larry Honeycutt gets out. We, we like, we on a, we on a journey. <laughs> it was actually a mission. A mission. <laughs> Missionary journey. Because Kelsey said, turn right on Harris Street right off of Winecoff and go to the third house on the right. That's pretty close, amen? That was through, find my, help, find my iPhone off of so iCloud. Two Got two big trees in the front. There are a lot of big trees on Harris Street. So I go to one knocking, nobody's coming. There's like four cars at home. I'm like, my God, somebody's here. Probably got my phone. Don't want to answer the door. That's my thinking, you know. They got my phone. And Cecil's over here, and he went north. Larry's over here. I seen a, I seen a kind of mean-looking dog. I said, I'm going to go to the next house. <laughs> well, I'll come back. We'll, we'll come back there last if we need to. Somebody can get a stick. And, but Larry ends up being there and kind of gives a... Uh, I think his introduction was, hey, does such and such still live here? <laughs> but kind of find out, that's the guy on the moped. When I start walking down there and he's got a buddy and his buddy was trying to friend me on Facebook, he got my phone, he got my wallet. You reap what you sow. I said, brother, you're going to find, well, I said, did you find your wallet? He said, yeah, Pastor, I found my wallet. Thank you for praying. I said, and you found mine. He said, this is just coincidence. I said, no, this is God. Won't you come to church on Sunday morning? That's what I said. I didn't press. I said, man, that's God. Come here and receive your full manifestation of your healing. I didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. Man, get here. God's trying to get him here. Amen. Amen. I thought he was seeing something on the sign. I'm already getting, I'm already getting people. They coming. Amen. I said, they coming. Some of them are going to see that sign. It's back. <laughs> Amen. God looked after his stuff. You want to know the rest of the story? When I got home, or talking about a little bit this morning, I think, or last night late, Sherry said, I'm glad that phone came back because your license is in there, right? Yeah. She goes, to go on the cruise, you got to have proof of identity. 
And if you lose your license, you have to call to get it, and it, it takes maybe weeks sometime. God knew I even needed my driver. He knew I need to get that phone back to him. And if you'll take care of God's stuff, he'll take care of you. Right. Amen? Because, see, we were, going on a, we were going on a journey. We we're going to go on a cruise for, for our, uh, last, our last son, my last son, graduating. We did that for every child. Amen? Amen. Our God is good. I didn't have to cancel all my credit cards, you know. I had clean enough battery. Kelsey, Kelsey turned that thing on, you know, find my, turned the beeper on when we got close. But it was in the right hand. See how God orchestrated all that, put the right person at the right time. He didn't make you lose stuff, but he made sure you find stuff. Amen. Come on. I remember, a guy, I remember a guy in the Bible that borrowed an axe head. Borrowed an axe because he was, what, going to go build God a house, build a temple, and borrowed an axe head. And in the process, it came off, and it fell into the, a, a, either a lake or a river. Metal don't, don't float. It sinks to the bottom. And undoubtedly, it was a pretty deep because he couldn't wait out there and find it, Goody Randy. So it's pretty deep down there. Or either he's like, Mama, he couldn't swim. He <laughs> does say swim if you keep reading on He's like, I lost my master, my master. Man, he was upset. I lost the act. I've lost, I borrowed it. It ain't mine, and now I done lost it. The man of God said, don't worry. You, 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 you helping God's house. God going to help you? Where, where'd you lose it? <laughs> I said, where did you lose it? Lost anything lately? He said, right there. And the man of God spoke to it, and it swam. The axe, the, top, the metal, that don't happen. Swam to the top. He said, stick down there and put your hand on there and get it. I believe in miracles. I believe in the God of increase. Amen? Amen. See, that would have cost him something. He would have had to repay that. And when I borrow something, if I borrow something and it's half empty of gas, when I return it, it's full. Amen? Amen. That's just going the extra mile. Hallelujah? So it was just a glorious day. You know, we finished up, finished up that, and I had to mow, and I went ahead and mowed, but uh, we kind of cleaned off that top of the sign out there, knocked some of the old black paint and stuff off, and I just couldn't leave. I said, I just can't leave, Lord. I'm going to suffer for you a little bit longer. Out in the heat, got that, I got that black paint, and I painted that thing. Two coats on it. It dried pretty quick. It was hot out there. Now it looks good. I like it. And I said, now, I'm, I'm okay. I can go home now. I can sleep now. I know that was done. If you'll take God's things, put it in priority, you'll get things, you'll get things Randy, that you didn't even, didn't even ask for it. Amen? He said he'll do abundantly above all that you could what? Ask or think. You didn't even think about it, but God knew on the inside you, you really desire that and, and you'd like to have that. He said, I'll do that. That's the God we serve, but you got to believe this. you got to believe he wants you healthy, wealthy, and full of the Holy Ghost and power. you got to believe it because you will have what you believe. That's what the Word says. Whatsoever man desire, when you pray, believe you receive. Amen. Praying is just communication. What you're communicating to one another, if it's faith or doubt, you're going to get one or the other. <laughs> Whatever you're praying and believing, what's coming out of your mouth is coming in your pocket or not coming. <laughs> you believing for nothing? Help me, Wayne. Nothing coming. You believing for something? 30? 30 coming. 
You believe him for 60 on your return? 60 coming. You believe him for 30-fold? Jesus said, with persecution, it's coming. He didn't say about the persecution with the 30 or the 60. Uh-oh. I believe persecution is still coming. <laughs> I think he put it all in together. If you believe him for 30, 60, 100, it's coming with persecution. If you believe in God for it. See, if you go to, Wal- if, if you go to Walmart, believe him for things, the world won't persecute you if it's Walmart. See, that's the world. But if you believe in God for something, speaking out of your mouth, you, you, you weird. <laughs> yeah, and blessed. Hallelujah. I'm not a lucky man anymore. I'm a blessed man. So I used to believe in luck. That's man's way of, to wealth. Lucky. No, I'm blessed. Amen. So that was just a little, that was just a little, I don't know, that just a little journey. You got a lot of journeys. You got a lot of stories you could tell too. Amen. God doesn't, let me just, let me get into this thing or I'll never get out of it. Got six months though, amen. Unless the rapture comes, I'm getting out of here. I don't know about y'all. Somebody else, none of you guys are going to finish the message here because we all leaving, amen. amen. When the trumpet sounds, I'm, I'm not, if I'm in the ground, I'm coming out. That just kind of rhymes. But if, you, if you're on top of the ground, you're leaving if you're believing in Jesus. If you're believing, you're coming at the trumpet sound. There's some Christians believe they, they, they got their believing not for that. Going to be here through tribulation. If they got their faith there, they will. But my faith is when the trumpet sounds, I treat my wife nice. And I don't think God's going to treat. He says he's not going to leave us here as those without hope. I got hope of leaving, amen? And, and we got scripture to back it up. I'm not here to, teach, to preach that today, but we will one day, amen? So anyway, we're talking about this particular message, part two. God wants his children wealthy. Wealthy. And uh, I need to correct, I didn't correct it online, but if you were watching last Sunday, that scripture references is Psalms 105. Last week I said Psalms 35. And I, I think I stayed up a little late that night or something. You know what I mean? My punctuation was off. But it's in the Bible. That's the main thing. Amen. I might be off chapter sometime, but I'm on the word. Psalms 105, 37, 38 says, He brought them forth. Also with silver and gold, talking about the children of Israel. Well, we still God's children. Amen. I don't want to grow up. I'm a, it's usually Toys or Us kid. I have to re- rephrase that. He brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble. This is after the Passover. What no sickness, no anything. If something was wrong with you, it was fixed after they had that Passover meal because they, they had a lot of walking to do, a lot of traveling to do. They didn't have iPhones. They didn't have McDonald's. They didn't have Burger Kings. They didn't have... Stop and shop out in the wilderness. Come on. But they had God, the creator of heaven and earth, that made food, heaven's food, rise from the ground called manna. They said, what is it? Quit asking what it is and eat it. (laughs) Come on. It's good for you. Quit trying to understand all this word. Just read it and revelation will come. If you're believing in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will give you revelation knowledge. Amen. Amen. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. He's the one that once you get born again, He takes your dead spirit, the Holy Ghost, and creates a new spirit in you. And then also He wants to feel, He wants to be filled in you. That's what Jesus did. Be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
and you'll speak with a new language, a heavenly language. That the main part of that language is so you can stay built up. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. And then there's, there's gifts that flow through the Holy Ghost. Amen? Out of you to other people. Some Christians don't believe that. Guess what? They won't experience it. But it's in the Bible. It's all through the Bible. It's all through the Scriptures. I want it all. Amen? Amen. And I want others to have it all. But i got to preach it. If they want to receive it here, i got to preach it from the housetop. So you can take it to the rooftop on somebody else's house. Amen? I tell you what, (laughs) I should have said this at the offering. I I took the ones that were here. I said, we're going to meet here. We're going to go eat somewhere at 7 o'clock. Amen. I'm up fasting and praying because I'm working. Amen. <laughs> working physically. It's okay to fast and pray to preach. Still fast and pray to work too because I didn't, I didn't eat lunch until about 4 or 5 o'clock. And Mama really didn't have no plans. She planned it when I got home and went to the, take the trash off. She said, oh, by the way, why don't you go ahead and get something to eat? <laughs> Amen. No problem. I kind of already a little bit. I really wanted to go something, sit down and have something a whole lot better, but it was a to-go. But anyway, what was I talking about? I took those, it just happened to be all men that came. Women could have came too, we would have fed them. But we went up here to uh, Parker House. Wayside. Wayside. Thank you, Cecil. <laughs> we was going to go to Troutman's Barbecue, but they don't open until 8. And we ain't waiting around on that sun. We're getting started early. Amen, because that sun getting hot on that pavement out there. Amen. 7 o'clock, we got to find somewhere to eat. I was getting ready to say, we'll go to IHOP or we'll get McDonald's to go, but we got to do something. And we went up there, and it was, uh, wasn't hardly any people there. But I tell you, there was one waitress found out she multitasked. She waited on us. She, she served us. And then when I went to pay, she ran to register. My God, she might have been cooking, Randy. I don't know. I wouldn't watch her the whole time. She might have been cooking it too. I don't know. I tell you what, she's good help. Should have invited her to this church. Why? We need help. The church. Amen. Ministry is work. You, you want to help somewhere? Let the pastors know. Let us know what's in your heart to do. Amen. If it ain't here, we'll start it. Amen. I'm talking about the ministries. That's not a daycare. That's a children's ministry upstairs. Come on. It's not daycare. Them children are learning the word of God. To go out and and go out and preach the gospel. Go out and lay hands on their sick friends and get them healed in school. Amen. Because God will just float. I tell you what, a kid, kids, they, they don't have a lot of doubt yet. Amen. Because the world wants to get out there and put them in doubt. But if we keep putting the word in, they won't have no room for doubt. The Holy Ghost won't let it. Amen? And and we teach teach those kids when you take them home, parents and grandkids. School them. In other words, what did you learn today? Find out. Amen? You know, a kid, they don't want to tell you everything. But when you get older as adults, you want to say, how was your day? Fine. So ask them why they're little. They'll tell you everything why they're little, right? (laughs) They'll tell you everything why they're little. They get older. How was your day? Good. How was work? All right. <laughs> now, women, I say women might be a little bit different. I'm talking about my boys, you know. Walk in the door. How was your day, son? Fine. Kept walking. Go to the room, you know. <laughs> Fine. But you love them, right? You still love them. You was a kid one time. Uh, but, yeah, we went up there, ordered the food. She took care of us and everything. And, and Leo, he's just, got the, he's just got the spirit. Amen. And... and what comes here, it'll come out of you. Amen. That anointing gets on you. And second time around, filling up coffee, he grabs his hand. Can we pray for you? 
What can we pray for you about? Sometimes it just shocks people because they think you want another fill or you want some butter or you want some cream, but they say, can we pray for you? And you're like, I was thinking I wanted, you know, two eggs scrambled. <laughs> we just scrambled her eggs. You know, Leo scrambled her eggs, and she couldn't think, but then somebody had a word of wisdom. Somebody said, I'll just say somebody, well, Larry Moss will be here soon. You're going to need some prayer if he comes. <laughs> I ain't going to say who said that, Larry. It was a good thing. You know what I mean? They know you, Larry. So she said, yeah, okay, y'all pray for me. And Leo just released his faith and prayed for her. And I forget what he prayed, but it was a God prayer. Talked about prosperity was one thing. God wants you to prosper. That was one thing he spoke over, to be blessed and prosper. And then, and I, and I told the guys, you know, tell them before you eat, you're taking care of the bill. That way some people will eat more. Amen. If somebody else is taking the bill, you know what, I'm going to, I might have that dessert. I might have room for that dessert today. Nothing wrong with that. Come on. I remember my kids, when, when they were young, they bring kids home. You know what? Get, get prepared to feed them. Ain't that right, Terry? They come into the pool. They're going to get hungry. About 30 minutes in that pool, they want something to eat, something to drink. And what do you do? Bless them. Bless them. Amen? Because that's God. He's out to bless us. So I said, I got the tab, you know, and she, I got the ticket. And I went and paid the ticket. And I said, guys, y'all just get the tip, whatever y'all want to tip. So the bill was like $41 and some change. And I'm getting back in the car, and I think Cecil told me after we got here or down the road, he said, Pastor, you should have seen her face when she got the tip. I, what did it look like? I said, how much did y'all leave? <laughs> I'm like, how much did y'all leave? How much was it, Cecil? Did, they threw out tens and about 30. They said... I'll back that up. <laughs> What's happening? Anointing. You're not counting what you got. You're just giving what you got. Amen? Come on. You ain't counting what you got because you just want to be a blessing. Jesus says it's more blessed to give, not count what you're giving. Come on. He didn't say count what you're giving. He said it's more blessed to give. And they said you should have seen her face. You know what? That's the faces you want to see. When you somebody that's blind and you speak... Jesus can take, take that blindness and give you sight, and you just speak and say, can I pray for you? And then they get their eyes opened up right in front of you. And they jump up singing, hallelujah, hallelujah. Might not even knew what hallelujah was until then. Amen. See, you don't have to get them saved before you get them healed. Jesus just wants them, you know, that, that's kind of like, that's a dinner bell. Man, how did you do that? I didn't. Jesus did. Then you can give them a, give them a witness. Do you know him? I've heard about him nine. I'd say, do you know him? Because he was just here. He's just here. He just touched your eyes, and then you be a witness. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Y'all still ready for the second introduction to this series on the first message? <laughs> but that's, that's the Scripture, Psalms 105, 37 through 38. That was what was happening. God's children were being kept in bondage by the devil, which is Pharaoh, is the world. That wasn't their purpose. There wasn't, it wasn't, it's not God's purpose for people to be treated bad back then and now. So we can, we can get them out. We can get, if, if they'll come out, see, a lot of people were in bondage and didn't know they were in bondage. Jesus ministered to a lot of them, you hypocrites. You tell people to do this and you're not doing it? Jesus, would say, Jesus he hated religion, that religious spirit. Say you're doing something. Jesus, the Holy Ghost, you know, he didn't say it, just the Holy Ghost moved upon Jesus. They ain't doing that. They ain't keeping that. And Jesus said what he said. <laughs> Amen. 
They either love him or hate him. I said, they'll either, when you do things, you say things, but people are either going to love it or hate it, but you just love them. Amen. And when God gives you to say, say it. Amen. Just say it in love. So talking about God wants us wealthy, his children wealthy. First thing, you've got to believe that. You've got to believe that is God's will for it, to be, for it to manifest in your life because God, it takes faith to please him. And if you're not in faith, he's not obligated to bring that to you. Amen? And he's faithful to his word. The first mention of gold. Now, silver, Abraham was very rich in silver and gold. You know, gold has a higher standard than silver. But I want it all, right? Both of them, silver and gold. The first mention of gold, Genesis 2, 8 through 12. Talk about God wants his children wealthy. I'm going to focus on the wealth as long as the Lord wants me to. But I said I got six months to talk about wealthy, healthy, and being full of the Holy Ghost and power. Amen. I, you could reverse it, be full of the Holy Ghost and power, because one thing, if you're not full of the Holy Ghost and power and you're wealthy, things still ain't going to work out. Amen. Because it takes that power. It takes the Holy Ghost to, to know who to call and where to go to find something that's lost. And you got some important stuff in there. Prayer. Prayer came. Amen. All these things racing around in my mind, but I didn't say it. See, that's what the Holy Ghost, he'll keep you from saying it. Hold your tongue. Bridle your tongue. See, without that foundation, I'd have been saying all this doubt and unbelief, and I'd have got just what I'd been saying. I might as well just go ahead and go get me another phone. Might as well just get me, you know, that, that's what the head was wanting to say. It's done. It's crashed. It's just, I don't know why it's still beeping. It's, you know, these are, the, these are the things your mind wants to race. I told you the other night, you know, I woke up, had this pain in my chest, and I was like, man, it was hurting. The devil's saying, you having a heart attack? You having a heart attack? I rebuked that in Jesus' name. I, speak to, you know, I spoke to it and went back to sleep. A little aggravating. I kept wiggling around, but it left. Now, if it would have persisted, I wouldn't have been thinking heart attack, but maybe I might need to go check this out. But immediately that thought came. That wasn't God's thought. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so anyway, first mention of gold, talking about being wealthy. Genesis 2, 8 through 12. It says, and the Lord God planted, say planted. planted. What did you do this morning? You planted that money up here in this plate. <laughs> Amen. By faith. Because God said, bring the tithes and offerings into the storehouse. I said, he said it. Amen. He hasn't changed. For the work of the ministry. To save souls. To win the lost. To heal the sick. To raise the dead. Well, God planted the garden eastward in Eden. This is in the beginning, Genesis. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Now, this is, is kind of like, this is, uh, this is after God, kind of like the genealogy of how this thing's working out. After he formed him and created him, he put him in a garden, Terry. had a place for him. Uh, and that, let me go on. I got so much in my heart, I'm trying to squeeze it all out. And, <laughs> and he put the man who him formed in that garden and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight. Now remember, all this stuff was there before the man was. If you go back and read, the trees, the fish, the whales, all, man was the last thing. All the animals were created. And then, 
He formed Adam out of the dust of the ground. And you'll, you'll only read, and he only breathed into Adam. He didn't breathe into the, to the ostrich, to the giraffe. See, if he did, they would have been a, that'd been a spirit giraffe. And giraffe would have been around talking and taking authority. <laughs> but God didn't breathe into the, into the animals. He breathed into Adam. And the Bible says, because he created us in his image. God don't look like a monkey. God don't look like a giraffe. There's, I'm telling you, there's a religions out there just saying, That's, that cow is your mama. Don't eat that cow. <laughs> that's not right, but they've been taught wrong. See, that's why we got to go preach and teach the word of God to the world. Some will believe, but some get stuck in that religion. You might just have to eat, eat your hamburger and say, hey, they're not moaning and groaning. Listen, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just kind of a crude example, but Jesus said, some of them you got to snatch out of hell. Get them out of that religion. It's a dead religion. I'm going to Hardy. I'm going to McDonald's. I'm going to Whataburger. Come on with me. Have a Whataburger. I might bring a revelation on it, but Whataburger with mustard, ketchup, and cheese. That's what I eat. My wife likes it all the way. Chili, onion, slaws, all that sloppy stuff. She goes to eat her hamburger, and it falls to pieces. I said, well, it's that juicy slaw. Get you a fork. <laughs> hey. However you want it, amen? amen? My wife took that lesson and, and taught our kids about the Holy Ghost. She said, now some churches, we didn't name churches. We, didn't name, we don't name people, but they're out there. <laughs> my, mom, my, my mother taught the kids, you know, we went to Whataburger. Now your daddy likes it, mustard, ketchup, and chili. Cheese. I like it all the way. All the way. She goes, now that's a lot like Christianity. Some churches... Just like mustard, ketchup, and cheese. Our church, we like God all the way. The full gospel. We like healing. We like to be wealthy and healthy and full of the Holy Ghost. That'll just preach right there. That's all the way. All through Genesis, all the way to Revelation. It's in there. But you get what you want. But actually, everything's paid for. When you get a covenant, now that doesn't mean you ain't got to work. But the toil's taken off. That means you're going to be prosperous. Amen? See, working it, you could add, uh, you can't work your way to heaven. You can't work your way to being wealthy. It's by grace. It's by believing the word and doing what it says. Amen. I just didn't start giving yesterday. We've been giving for the last 22 plus years. And we're seeing harvest. Amen? Money in the bank to pay for things instead of pay the banker. The banker is supposed to be paying me. Amen. I'll be the lender. You'll be the lender, not the borrower. Right. We should have, one day, we're going to have our own bank here at Word of Faith Worship Center. I just had to say it, Terry. Just come on out. Right. Amen. I, I know some ministries that they're working that way. They're not going to be told they're going to shut down because they're not paying the power bill. We got our own bank. Amen. We got our own board. <laughs> and their own board to the gospel. Amen. How's that sound, Miss Tammy? Ooh, Glory. Have your own trust. We in God, we do trust God. We got our bank. Amen. And it's God's money. That's who we trust. And you'll always have money. Hallelujah. We're going to buy and sell everything we need until we leave. Because we're not going to have his mark. We're not going to have the devil's mark. We got God's mark. Amen. <laughs> until he says, leave, we're going to be believing. To be wealthy, healthy, full of the Holy Ghost and power and going about doing His will.
Amen. Leading others to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Talking about gold, it's in the garden. See, two G's. The gold's in the garden. G-G. And we serve a good God. That's three. G-G-G. God, you're so good. And, uh, and in the ground, out of the ground, made the Lord God to grow every tree, pleasant to sight, good for food, the tree of life, also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of that garden, Eden to water the garden. And from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison. That is it which compasseth the whole land of Hevilah, where there is gold. First river, first things there also is the gold. You don't hear God talk about it after that first river, but he made, a, he made Adam saw the gold. Adam and Eve saw that, they saw the gold. Now, they didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> but they saw it. It was important to them. It was important to God to put it there for them to see it. You know, they saw God. Adam and Eve saw God. Literally saw God. Breathe. That's the first thing they saw when, you, when your eyes opened was God. Breathing in his breath. Giving us life. Here's this first river. It's called Pison. I didn't look up that word. And it compassed the whole land of Havilah where there is gold, not only gold, and the gold of that land is good gold. It was pure gold. You know, in heaven, it talks about the streets are pure gold. Pure gold. See, I think, I think some of the gold's probably been polluted under the curse. But up God, in heaven, it's transparent. You can see through it. We, they can probably some, God probably lets them see some things going down here on the earth. Amen. And there's, I ain't going to try to pronounce that one. It looks like helium, but it's bedelium. Maybe that's it, bedelium. Sounds pretty good, don't it? I'm not a Hebrew scholar or a Greek. There's a couple, couple restaurants I've been to. That's about as close as I get to Hebrew and Greek out there. And I'm, I haven't really eaten no Hebrew. I ate a little bit of Greek. <coughs> and the onyx stone why does women like to wear jewelry? God knew they would. Amen. My wife's not a big jewelry wearer. Saves me a lot of money. <laughs> that I, we just use somewhere else. Amen. We're going to use the money. But she just never has been. So I don't have to go shop at all those store names. But we go shopping. Let me tell you. We shop. We still shopping. Uh, did you know that gold is mentioned 400 times in the Bible? Just gold particular. Mentioned. That's a lot of times, 400 times. Now, I, just, I just read this last night. Gold plays a prominent role in the Bible and is held in high regard for the strength of its value, purity, and the resilience. And that sounds like God, don't it? The purity, the value, and the resilience. See, because God, everything God created is a replica of heaven. Amen? The rainbow. It's in heaven. It was in heaven before God put on the earth. See, he knew he was going to need rain. So, and he knew there was going to have to send a flood. And he knew Noah and his sons would serve him. So he already made the rainbow. He just hadn't released it on the earth yet because rain hadn't been here. See, by faith, it was already there. 
Because God said in the seventh day he rested. Everything that created had been created, was going to be created, was created. Amen? He spoke it. Before he, he saw it before he spoke it. God did. Completed. He sees your end from the beginning, Jack. And in, and in the middle, all you got to do is say, Amen. <laughs> but you see what God sees. He sees you with gold and silver. His children. Amen. Your portion in the land. Hallelujah. But see, bankers don't quite see it that way. <laughs> our, our world has not evolved. It's devolved. Come on. It's devolved from when God created it and said it was good. Well, some people saw that and really took to the extreme. It's good and it's mine and you can't have none. See, that's what the devil twists what God said was good, right? That's my gold. No, it's our gold. Say our. When you get married, it's not mine anymore. It's ours. Now, you might have joint checking accounts. You might have different checking accounts. But at the end of the day, it's ours. Amen. Amen. That'll help you in marriage. Amen. It'll help you. <laughs> Been there, done the opposite. Married. Without God. <laughs> and some people would say, but if I had all the gold and had all this stuff without God... I'd be living, I'd be a lot happier. No, you wouldn't. Find people that's won the lottery without having a relationship with Jesus and got all got millions of dollars and see how they end up. They end up buying stuff that they, they don't know that there's an end to that million if you ain't working and not investing it. And if you don't have the wisdom to invest it, you'll lose it. I told you about my 401k. I, I took a look about, you know, maybe a year ago, and a lot of minuses. It's been rising ever since. I spoke to that thing. So, devil, get your hands off my 401k in the name of God. I've been working for this, and this is God's property. Amen. And this year, it's got like a 7.1 increase plus. I looked at the, you got a year, they show you a year, and then they show you whatever the other thing was. It was like a minus 0.72. But then I looked at the year, and it's like plus 7. I said, there you go. <laughs> go, devil. Get off of my stuff in Jesus' name. I ain't planning on just having to lean on that to retire. I'm leaning on God. And that's going to increase. I'm going to have all, we're going to have all kind of resources to fulfill my days. God's going to make, he's already made plans. He's already made provisions. He's already made provisions. Hallelujah. I see Richard Petty up there. It's 1143. That used to be Richard Petty's. That was his race car number. 43. We got 50 laps to go. And he's not leading. Amen. <laughs> Got to preach this thing until we get to the we get to the finish finish line. I don't want to come in second. God's called us to be winners, Amen. not second place. Second place don't get no trophy. Well, some of them they give trophies to everybody nowadays. To the, that ain't right, because that takes the inspiration away to be a winner. That, Darius got gold. Did you not get gold this past week, Darius? Come on, he got proof is in the pudding. Come on, Darius, stand up. You can't leave that silver down. We're talking about gold today. He got silver and gold. He didn't know he was supposed to preach this message today. He came home. He came with silver and gold. Look at that. Look at that. Ooh, that even looks pretty, don't it? Now, Darius, help me. That's for first place, right? So second place gets what? 
So God sees gold more precious than silver. So what's second place? It's silver, but it ain't gold. Go ahead, Randy. I like what Dale Arnhart said. He said that he liked to win. Uh-huh. <laughs> Quoted by Dale Earnhardt, a quote by Dale Earnhardt, second plate is just the first loser. That's right. <laughs> so we, we in it to win it. Amen. This Christian life, we're not in it just to make heaven. God wants us to be more than conquerors. Amen. Amen. Not in heaven. We don't need to conquer anything in heaven. We need to conquer it down here. Amen. And that's, you need wealth to do that. To build the kingdom, it's going to take money. To do what God's called us to do, it's going to take more money. To preach and teach the word of faith. Now, if he just said concord, not as much money. I'm not, I, don't, I, didn't put, I didn't put a number on it. But God said the world. That's impossible for me. Sorry. But I'm not just me. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and all God's children filled with that same spirit. Amen. We get it done. We, we do our best. Come on, we're going to run. We've got to run that race. Not to come in second, to do what he's called us to, to finish our course. Amen. And uh, so I'm going to kind of, I'm going to unhook this right here. I'm going to finish two paragraphs in two minutes. In Jesus' name. I tell you what, Tammy brought that word in with that little, that little, uh, before the vocal, when the vocals left the song, she brought that word in and she hit it before the next vocals came in. She did it, amen. Yeah. She brought that word, hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> two paragraphs in two minutes, 1148 would be my goal. Did you, I, I even said gold's been mentioned 400 times in the Bible. What does gold represent biblically? During biblical times, gold was viewed as a blessing from God. Say blessing. When God gifted someone with gold and silver, people recognized they wore it. Amen. And they bought cows with it. They recognized that God was pouring out his love and protection to someone special. I'm special. God brought my phone back there. I got my gold. It's got my gold card in there. It's got my gold and silver. It's got access. He brought it back to me because it's special to me. And if it's special to God, he'll work special ways to get it to you. Therefore, when God sent someone riches, the people recognize it's the favor of God. Because God represents, the gold represents it came from God. Why? In the beginning, he put it there. So how was gold used in biblical times? During biblical period, just as today, gold served as a stone of value. A symbol of wealth, say wealth. And prominence, a jewelry metal. There's the wealth right there. It was obtained in trade mainly from Egypt, the Arabian Peninsula, India, and the Sinai. And I perceive also in Concord also. Amen. There needs to be gold in your pockets. There needs to be gold in your bank account. Now, I did that. See, there's 47. Y'all can't see the clock, but I, was, I'm, I beat it by 30 seconds. Two paragraphs. But that's, somebody called that my first closing. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Jim was asked first close. Thank you, thank you, Terry. Jim Howard is going to be uh, leading the service Ju July the second and July the 9th because we'll be we'll be on vacation, and uh, so just be be praying. He he's not here, but they're fine. They've uh, they've had graduation things going on with Wanda and her kids and the church, uh, her home church. You know what? I'm not in competition with pastors. 
I'm, we're here to complete one another. Amen. There's no competition in ministry here. It's to complete one another and complete the gospel. To where God doesn't want me to be a pastor and not have vacation with my family. But then also, He doesn't want to take away from you. When I leave, somebody's going to step in and it's going to be just like Jesus. When I say like Jesus, just like the Word. The Word that we believe, it's in the Bible, it's going to be preached. Whether I'm here, whether Randy steps in, Jackie, Jim, I believe anybody in this church I'm looking at could preach this gospel up here. I know you. I know your spirit. Amen? I said, I know you. I don't know you like Jesus knows you. But we're going to get to there. Amen. The Bible says when we get to heaven, we'll know each other by the Spirit. I don't know my great, 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 great grandma. She wasn't on, she wasn't on the uh, she wasn't on the ark. She wasn't on the boat. You know, I go all the way back to Eve. She might not have been on the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I guess she did. She had to get here. I'm sorry. Yeah, all of our yeah, that start, it started again. It started afresh there, didn't it? Just keep it simple. Go back to, go back to the beginning. We all came from God. Amen? Amen. Let him figure out how we get here. <laughs> See, keep the gospel simple. Don't get into areas that's gray. Well, I can't find it in the Bible. Well, don't look for it. You understand? Keep it. Now, now I'm, I'm talking about there's no new revelation under the sun. Don't you go making one. Because <laughs> you get in trouble. The devil's out there to... Not only eat your lunch, but pop your bag, Brother Andrew Womack would say. The devil's out to kill you, to steal from you. That's why Jesus came, to protect us from the evil one. That knowledge of good and evil, God didn't want us to participate in that tree. But we did. See, I classify with Eve. I classify with Adam. See, we're not, we're not passing this thing on. We, we're going to receive Jesus. See, we're not blaming one another put the blame on the devil he's where the curse originated and he's where the curse ended because Jesus ended it amen don't 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 evaluate your blessing on who's who 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 you voted for now I want you to vote for God vote for godly people but don't spend your time researching them spend your time researching God because I don't care who they put in the White House I don't care who was on the throne Joseph said, don't leave my bones here because this ain't my home. I don't serve Pharaoh. I serve God. Even though we went into bondage, you know what? He's going to get his new body back. And we're going to live a millennium, a thousand years here with Jesus. And he's going to say, this is who they are. Yeah, they were treated bad, but this is what life is truly living right here. Because you're going to see your, just like they saw the Egyptians, Jesus, the, yeah, Jesus said it. The enemy you see today, you'll see no more forever. Forever. I don't care what's pressing you today. Jesus has defeated that pressure. Yes. But you gotta, you got to give it to him. you got to say, Lord, this ain't mine. You said, my burden, this is not my burden. I'm casting it to you. And when you do, there comes his burden-removing, yoke-destroying, anointed power. Amen. Power. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe me, I've got flesh. See, we all got flesh. It's not redeemed. It has to be crucified. Not weekly, daily. <laughs> that might be on the sign out there. I've got flesh. I see things, and we all see things that's wrong. But let God make it right. Wayne was singing about God's righteous judgment. That's a good word. 
See, I'm not to judge, I'm to love and let him be the righteous judge of all the earth because he knows the hearts of men and women. Amen. And he wants them to get born again, wants them to get saved until they give their last breath. That breath is going to either go back to God or it's going to go to hell, separated from God. That spirit. And that's not our throne to sit on, to judge. Amen. But we are to bring righteous judgment to tell people that's wrong. Amen. Not judge them, but let them know, hey, the word's going to judge you, but here it is. God said, they'll either love you or hate you, but this is, tell them what God says. Why? Because you love them. If you love them, you'll tell them the truth. And then, and then what? They'll be judged by what they do. Either good for what Jesus did, enter into the joy of the Lord, or if you don't receive Jesus and you try to make heaven by your works, let me tell you, friend, looking into the camera, you're not going to make heaven. You're going to make hell. You're going to bust hell wide open. And God never created hell for you. He created it for the devil. And God says, repent, change, Whatever, whoever's told you, you got to work your way to heaven. It's not by good works. It's by the grace of Almighty God. It's by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Him alone, in Christ alone, is where you got to put your hope for everlasting life. What He did. And He did it right. He held His tongue because He knew His plan. He knew His purpose. And He knew three days later, Hmm. Victory. I said victory. So Father, we thank you, Lord, for this service today, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You've called your children to be healthy, wealthy, and full of the Holy Ghost and power. Not just this body here in Concord. Lord, you've called the body of Christ to be a triumphant church. Not just in, and we know when you left, Lord, that's when the end day, that's when the last days began. And we're in the, we're in the tip of the very end time, we're seeing the prophecies fulfilled, Lord. But Lord, we're going to focus on what you called us to do. And that's to go out here and reach those that are lost. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Not, not for sermonettes. We thank you for your power and fire. We thank you, Lord, for filling us with your Spirit. That, Lord, we won't be satisfied with just getting by. We're going to be hungry for being satisfied with all that you've called us to do down here in this earth. So, Father, I speak against all, all that the enemy has done in this particular body. Everybody sitting here and, and is, that is associated with this church, that what the devil messed in your generations past, Jesus said you're going to see it in generation now. <laughs> you want to claim a generation? Say, I'm the generation now. Not X, Y, Z. I'm the generation now. I'm going to have it. Faith is now. And I'm going to have what God says is mine. Amen. And I claim it by faith. I claim it by faith for, for Word of Faith Worship Center, Lord, that you're causing, you're raising up this church in the finest hour in this city and the nation and the world, Lord, to be a beacon of light of truth. That, Lord, you separated darkness from light, and you're still separating the darkness from the light. Lord, we're separating sickness from, from the Christian right now. When they come into this church, Lord, your spirit is welcome here, Father. Your favor is welcome here. Lord, your, your blessings is welcome here. And when they walk in the door, when we walk in the door, we're just going to be overcome with your presence and power. Not only in this house, but when we leave your house, because this is just metal. But, Lord... 
you have, we have a house. We're your temple now, Lord. And I thank you for, I thank you for this great house. I thank you for the people that built this house. And you're going to build something bigger, Lord. I said, you're going to build something bigger, Lord. And you're going to use us. You're going to use our talents and your favor and your anointing, Lord. Your blessing is going to overtake us, chase us down. And when, when, we, when this church fills up, you'll say, build unto me a house. Build me a bigger house. And we'll do it. I said, Bye. we'll do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Any particular prayer we can pray with anybody this morning? Concerning your finances, this would be a good time. If you got something you need prayed in your finances, I tell you right now, let's just release our faith for the Rivieras. You know, he works in the maintenance field. Marie texted me this morning that one of his work, one of his maintenance workers quit. One of them's in Virginia, and either one of them called in sick, but he's the only one left, I think, and he's working. I said, you know what? This is immediately. I said, you know what, Marie? I think he's the one that they're looking for promotion. Amen. When everybody's gone and they call on you, you don't say, well, you know, I'm supposed to be off today. But he went to work. That's the one God will promote. Amen. Now, if if that's his place of promotion, you know what? Father, in the name of Jesus, we just call the Rivieras blessed in Jesus' name. That, Lord, they'll always be be working. There will always be bread in their house. More than enough, Lord. I said more than enough. Not to only meet their needs, Lord, but to be able to meet the needs of their family. And Father, if Angel's dad, if he needs his kidney, so be it. But Lord, we believe you. You can create a kidney in his dad's body before there has to be an operation, Lord. Before this earth was created, you saw ahead and you created mankind. You formed him, and Lord, you can form another kidney in Angel's dad's body in the name of Jesus. Lord, we believe. We believe, and we send forth the word, and we thank you right now, Lord, for a creative miracle right now that can take place. But Lord, he will. His dad will live and not die and fill out his fill out his days here on this earth in the name of Jesus Satan we bind you if you destroy the kidney devil God says get out in the name of Jesus we command that spirit of death to leave angel's body right now in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus hallelujah we send that word Lord and we thank you Father God if if he doesn't can't receive it spiritually Lord send our labor across their path to somebody full of the Holy Ghost and power It'll be there in that hour, Lord. I said, it'll be there just like there was a guy that got my phone up off of the asphalt out there. Before it got ran over, God sent the person. Amen. I said, that's how you are, God. Sometimes they'll be doing, Lord, just do it. We thank you, Lord, for doing it in Jesus' name. In Jesus. I know that was one request, Jack. Cars, vehicles, land, yep, you name it right there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I just, I was, he's talked about the Billy Graham uh, ministry down there in Charlotte. Just, just take this as a, as a word, just to be cautious. As far as we know, the devil was supposed to know his devices. Billy Graham, when he got started out, and you know the great ministry that he, that he started and fulfilled, and now his son, Franklin, taking it on. But you got to watch. The devil does not want things in the kingdom 
excelling and doing better. But the Holy Ghost told Billy, and this is one time, never. why do you think God says send them out two by two? You think he just said to go out two by two for a purpose? No. Never be alone where the devil, the devil can bring accusation against you. you got a witness. Well, Billy Graham was going to preach somewhere, and they had to book a motel. But this time, the Holy Ghost told Billy Graham, you don't walk in an apartment first. Let your, the guy he's got with him, whoever it was, let him walk in that building first. Sure enough, when that guy walked in, the, walked in that motel room, a, a, a camera went off, and there was a naked woman there. Jumped out, and there was somebody to take a picture, trying to catch Billy Graham in a lie, trying to make a lie there and take pictures. Media. But by the Spirit of God, warned Billy Graham, said, why, trying to bring down the ministry. Scandals. But you see how God will show you things? So even, even praying for people, if you don't feel comfortable, because some people can maybe take you to court because <laughs> they're looking for money. They ain't looking to be blessed. They're really lying to begin with. You know what? And, they, and they're trying to take a Christian. I'm just telling you, the Holy Ghost, if he says don't lay, if you don't feel like to lay hands, if he says stop, stop. Amen? Because God knows the intents of people's hearts. And you'll, know, you'll have that peace. I'm not telling you to get into fear on things. I'm just telling you to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Listen to the Holy Ghost, the God, the God of love. Amen. He's not a bird. He's God Almighty, and He lives in the believer. Somebody else's hand go up over here. Somebody else raise a hand for prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Chubb, did you get a good deal on that washing machine? See, my phone was gone. <laughs> Amen. GTW. See, it got, I, know, I know a little bit about appliances. I'm trying to get, I just want to, I want to end with this. So my vehicles, I took the Suburban in to get it inspected, get brakes. I maybe should have called Baker, but I, I, I got my hometown mechanic. And I know Terry's plate's kind of getting full too, maybe overflowing at some time. Are we still live? <laughs> uh, he's retired <laughs> if you would like to have your car worked on call me and I'll let you know if he's available <laughs> take, that, take the heat off take that burden from you Baker, Terry Baker <laughs> hey I'd recommend him because he's good so I, if I don't know you I'm not going to recommend your name amen but I'd recommend Terry Baker to anybody the what I second that amen but uh, so since our beetle bug the VW got stolen, ransacked into a business, and totaled. I need another vehicle, so and, and preferably a truck because I tell you what, man, we need trucks, don't we? Because well, Mama won't give us working on something, and it's usually bigger than my 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 Volkswagen can carry. So I always I'm always going to have me a truck. That's just my confession. But anyway, so I'm thinking, I took the Suburban in because it's Peebles Automotive in Mooresville. I recommend him to anybody. Went to school with him. And I said, he's the owner too. <laughs> no, the owner, that's real good. But I, I, after I paid the bill, I'm walking outside and I'm thinking, I think it's just the Holy Ghost. Why don't you go talk to Mike? Ask him what he thinks about Ford and Chevys. Now, I'm not against Ford or Chevys. But he knows what's coming in the lot. He knows what's coming. He knows what he's working on a lot. Say, so I'll tell Chubb, get a GTW series. 
I'm working on them, but not a lot, you know. Some things break, but to a Christian, they, we're not believing for breakage. We're believing for a long life. Amen. Amen. I don't believe I have to be at Chubb's house working on her uh, washing machine. So I asked Mike, Mike, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking for a vehicle. What do you think about Ford and Chevy? I'll just, I won't give all of his comments, none of the above. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, uh, buy a Dodge. Of course, we bought Rowan's truck as a Dodge. It's a used Dodge. Because he just said, this is what I'm working on, Robert. So if you want to know, find somebody that's good at it. Amen. Jesus is the best. If you want to know, now I went to God, but you know what? God will say, go to him. Because see, God's not going to build me a truck in heaven. I tell you, if he did, that'd be the last one I need, wouldn't it be, Cecil? If he built me one in heaven. But all that's down here in the earth. Everything I need in the earth, all the metals down here in the earth, and either Ford, Chevy, Toyota, somebody's making it. But God says, check with him. So you know what? I'm looking for Dodge. Why? Because I don't want to take it to the shop as often as the Ford and Chevy. Right now, now he said right now, he said five years ago, this be a little bit different. He said, but right now, go get you a Dodge. I got a head shaking here. I got a second up here. Amen. There's somebody that works on cars. So just take that. I love you, Ford. I love Chevys. Somebody give me one, I'd drive it. <laughs> so you bring me a Ford, I'll drive it. You bring me a Chevy, I'm talking about title paid. I'll drive it. But once you give it to me, it's mine, right? I could take it and sell it and go get me a Dodge and you still love me. See, because if you give a gift, it's yours. It, it ain't yours no more. You give it to the giver. God gave us Jesus. He gave us the best. Don't go looking for nothing else. Come on. Don't go looking for another religion. God gave you the best. He gave you the only one that's going to get you to heaven. And that's top quality. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. I don't care if it's a third closing, Lord. We're going, to close, we're going to close this service when you say close. So if you're looking, if you're shopping for something, go to God. You got favor. He's got a place for you. He's got, when you go eat this afternoon, even if you pick the place he didn't send, I'll tell you what, God can, God can send somebody there to bless you just because he loves you. Even though you walk and you don't quite go to the restaurant, he wants you to. He said, I tell you what, I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless him because of your grandma's prayer. <laughs> tell you what, Solomon got a lot of things on what David did. Come on. Because of what his daddy did. I want my kids to serve God like you, but a lot of them are going to receive by what I do for God. He's going to sub. Amen. Let's stand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining us today at Word of Faith Worship Center. I pray God's grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then according to Romans 10, 8 through 10, the word is nigh to thee in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as your Lord, and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart you believe unto righteousness, and with your mouth confession is made unto salvation. We would ask you today to simply say, yes, I believe this, and I say yes to Jesus. Now, if you just received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we would encourage you to get into a good church. Our church is located at 757 Harris Street, Northwest, Concord, North Carolina, 28025. And you can also find us on the internet at wordoffaithworshipcenter.org or 
wofwc.org. We hope to see you soon. Blessings.